And now, on with the show. Uh, we do a lot of theme weeks here on Weekend Watch. And frankly, uh, I'm running out of ideas for themes. So join our Discord, pop over to the Weekend Watch channel, and give us recommendations for themes. Like, is there a theme that is super obvious, but we're all too dumb to realize would make a good theme week? Come and tell us what it is. Spencer's pretty dumb. So, I I'm, yeah, I get why he can't come up with this. It feels pretty ableist of you to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I had to, come had to real, kind of think about that one for a second like, <laughs> it's like wait that response makes me think no, it's he's not right. actually it's like, <laughs> like you just punched up that's what just happened <laughs> I don't think he gets it he's just sitting there shaking his head now <laughs> uh, alright let's get to it um, David why don't you drive your short bus around and hop in <laughs> Uh, and give us the first uh, your first recommendation this week. We don't have a theme this week, so kick it off. What do you got? Of all um, the movies in the world, what do you think we should watch this weekend? Well, you know what? I, I I'll I'll take the short bus segue uh, into uh, Accepted is on Netflix right now, and looking at it's got a thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like forty seven percent on Metacritic. This is a better movie than that. Come oh, on, guys. Audience? Uh, audience score? Let's see. I didn't actually pull up the link. I was just looking at the Google, the Google oh, that, things that they put you in my critic place. score. Oh, I think. you're right. It is yeah. 72% audience score. That is, I was gonna say, people far, love this movie. yeah, this is a great movie. Um, okay, so reading the blurb after receiving his latest college rejection letter, senior Bartleby Gaines devises a novel way to fool everyone into thinking he is college bound, open his own university. Bartleby and his similarly stymied friends take over an abandoned building, create a fake website, hire a friend's uncle to pose as the dean, and presto, school is born. However, they do their jobs too well, and soon many other rejects try to gain admittance to the, try to gain admittance to the non-existent South Harmon Institute of Technology. Um, this, I, this movie's, it's just a fun comedy. Uh, Justin Long plays this kind of, kind of loser dude. He's charismatic, but he's, that's kind of all he's got going for him. Um, and, uh, we get fat Jonah Hill, um, as his, uh, sort of intelligent, but bumbling backup. Uh, wasn't this Jonah Hill's first movie. Was it Jonah Hill's first? Time? Pretty close. Cause like I said, he, he's still. He's like, pretty young, yeah. Peak fat Jonah Hill. Um, he's really funny. He's he's still he's got that that Jonah Hill edge to him from the very beginning. Like he's Jonah he's Hill's got some really funny genius. stuff. Yeah, he really is. He's absolutely a genius. And and I'm glad that he's not uh, one of those comedians that was funny because he's fat and got kind of like typecast like that. You know, there's Will Sasso uh, kind of. Uh, comes to mind when i when i think of comedians like that yeah i would like to point out i was wrong it was not his first movie god um, you're so wrong about these things stop, all the time you're trying stop. to think so much Sorry. trying to claim your last week pick was fucking ben affleck's first movie you were wrong then too only by like barely one but it was, was two far, far more wrong it was his third movie you fucking dick 
No, we don't count the one that was like an uncredited cut scene. You might, but real fans. Anyway, move, moving on, David. Keep going, please. I want to hear more about uh, the shit school. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. These these shitheads uh, accidentally fun found a school. It's it's a pretty great movie. Um, uh, Lewis Black uh, comes in and plays the dean, and uh, Blake Lively's also there, uh, almost puzzlingly. She seems a little cardboard out in of this place. Movie. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. Other than that, it's it's a great movie. Yeah, this shit's great. the The school is like you said, the South Harmon Institute of Technology, which is shit. Their mascot are the sandwiches. So yeah. I mean, it's it's just fun hilarity all the way through. Uh, I love this film. It's it's a good one to revisit, and and I'm glad you picked it because this is a really fun movie to watch. Yeah, uh, where is it streaming? Netflix. Netflix. Check out Accepted. Currently streaming on Netflix. Uh, I'll go this time. I'm gonna go throw it, up, change it up a little bit here. Um, I my first pick of this week is uh, I'm gonna go along with David's theme of early 2000s movies. Uh, my first pick is Waiting. Um, Waiting, starring Ryan Reynolds, uh, follows the staffers at the restaurant Shenanigans as they engage in various pranks and games, both on and off the clock. However, in the course of one day, uh, waiter Dean must choose to either accept a promotion to manager or go off in search of greener pastures. Meanwhile, his co-worker and roommate, Monty, fights temptation in the form of an underage colleague while showing a new employee the ins and outs, providing him with the worst day of his life. Um, this is definitely an early 2000s movie. Um, I would It would probably be pr- a little problematic today. I don't think you could make this movie today. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe not. <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, some like I said, early two thousands comedy. It's raunchy. It's it's there's there's a good deal of homophobia, um, but it's still funny. Yeah, it's like, like the funny homophobia. It's the funny kind. Sure, we'll go we'll go with that. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It's it's kind of like one of those you know. It's it all takes place in a day. It's all these servers go, getting through the lunch rush and the, the afternoon lull and then the dinner rush and all, you know, and, and everything. It's kind of iconic from us. I think, you know, a lot of the jokes and stuff are, are still pretty quotable. The, uh, surprise show each other, your balls game that they all play is that wing, bat the wing, bat the wing, goat, the bat the wing. Goat. Uh, um, what's the kid's name. What is that fucking kid's name for, um, freaks and geeks? John he's Francis. Davis. Francis Davis. Yeah. He's, kind of the same character he's yeah. got that like same awkward edge to him can't really get his slack words out look. yeah that same I, slack child look and then he blows up in that explosive monologue at the end it feels very much like a sam weir character and i i loved it it was like a grown-up sam weir i yeah. really love that the shtick with him through the whole movie is they they asking these questions and they set him up to say things and then they just immediately cut him off because he's low man on the totem pole. It's real. It's funny. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, if you're into that sort of thing, it's, it's a really funny, raunchy comedy. Um, be aware. Like I said, there's a lot of homophobia, which was far more common back then. It's not cool, but you know, the rest of the movie is funny. Sure. Sign of an early two thousands movie is, is, uh, Dane cook is on the bill here. So, yeah, he's, he's one, of the, one yeah. of the cooks. If you're uh, if you're watching a comedy from the early 2000s, you're gonna get some Dane Cook action. It's also got Justin Long. 
uh, just like David's movie. And Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris and David Koechner and Luis Guzman. Uh, It's just a, it's a great cast. Check it out. I think it's it's on, it's on Hulu. I don't even know where my own picks are. Netflix. (laughs) Netflix. It's on Netflix. Thanks, David. I promise I'll remember for my next pick. Um, Yes. Check it out. It's on Hulu. Keith, go for, go for it. What do you got? All right. My first pick is going to be a Netflix original. It's a type of show that we don't get on here very often, a reality competition show. This one, I really found myself enjoying, and I didn't expect it. It is called The Circle. Um, I really find this to be a, a, a fun premise. I'll, I'll try and explain it a little bit. Um, it's kind of a social experiment as much as it is a reality show. None of the contestants are allowed to see each other or talk to each other. And they all have to communicate through this social media thing uh, called the circle. That is their voice activated system in their individual apartments. And they create profiles and they can join chats and private chats. And they, they can interact with each other just through the circle. The, the real twist to this is, is there's, they throw in catfish and, and such into the mix. So, the goal is to be the most popular person on the circle. You win a hundred grand at the end of this if you um, end up being the the most popular person on the circle. Uh, every every time they vote someone off, there's like influencers. You get the blue check mark, and the influencers have to go find like vote somebody off. It the rules are constantly changing. It keeps all the contestants on their toes all the time, and you found out that you, I, I found myself rooting for characters that I absolutely hated in the beginning. In season one, there's a second season that just started. This is one of the reasons why I brought this show up is the second season just started last week. They're doing four episodes a week and it is a great show to binge. Um, but Joey from the first season, he just like captures your heart. Shoe bomb I thought was going to be kind of a little punk ass kid, but he's super endearing. Uh, like they're, they're all kind of stuck in their apartments just talking to the circle and the catfish really do kind of make the show because they're having to join in these conversations and be somebody else. And yet you're getting to sit there and watch their thought process as they're they're figuring things out. And it's for a reality show. I just found it super entertaining and a ton of fun to watch. Like I said, it's kind of like a social experiment, too, because as a contestant, you have to be deciding whether or not this person you're talking to is authentic or a catfish. Um, going in, you have to decide whether you think you yourself would be the popular one or if you have to create a persona to be the popular one. It's it's a lot of fun. Did you guys get to watch this? I think David said he watched it a while back, and uh, uh, I know you watched it a little more recently, Spencer. What did, what did you think about it? Uh, okay, I made it through the first episode and a half today. Uh, it's not for me. Okay, I've 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 interesting enough concept. Yeah, it just seems I don't know. A lot of reality competition shows um, see like sometimes some of them seem more scripted than others, and I know they all are obviously right to some extent. But this one just feels really inauthentic to me. Okay, I get it. I I don't know. Like I said, it just wasn't it wasn't my thing. But I I know what you mean because it. It gives you the feeling like there is a lot more producer action in it. Um, right. Like the big thing that caught that I caught, like this, the circle or whatever 
is supposed to be voice activated, but it very clearly isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I think that's a problem that Netflix is suffering from right now. We talked about that when it came to uh, the floor. The floor is lava was just like produced out the fucking ass. Um, Great potential. And yeah, heavy heavy production. Yeah. Um, I caught a few of the, uh, uh, quite a number of these episodes. Um, my roommates were watching it. So, you know, I, I, I I was watching it as well as, as I was sitting here at the computer. Um, and so the episodes that I caught were a little bit later and it, it, it picks up a little bit. Um, like you said, shoe bomb is, is endearing. Yeah. He, He initially strikes you as irritating, but like you said, he, he quickly grows on you. Um, I didn't see how it turned out, but um, it it seems like there are definitely reality TV shows that I would uh, mind watching quite a bit more than that. Yeah. Like I said, this one's fun. I found it incredibly easy to binge. Me and my wife really enjoyed watching it together. Um, is it the greatest reality show? Is it the best thing Netflix has done? No, but it it is definitely a fun show to to check out. If, if especially if you're into reality shows, I think it is definitely something more more people that would be inclined to watch this would would gravitate towards but um the social experiment side of it adds adds a little something it's not they're not trying to find love or anything it's just it's kind of got this goofy side of it and and i liked that i didn't i like that it wasn't taking itself too seriously they're they're talking shit the whole time and and it it's fun but like Spencer said, I get I get why it's not for you. I've told several people about this, and they're like, "Yeah, it didn't it didn't really grow on me." And I understand it, but at least give it a try because it is it's a lot of fun to watch for sure. So check out the Circle currently streaming on Netflix. It looked like there were a couple other um, versions of it too, like uh, international yeah. versions. I think there's I, I think there's a english version a uk version and maybe an australian one i don't remember no it was brazil or something like that oh yeah i think think france and brazil or something like that from south south america um the only one i've watched is the american version so i can't speak to those but i gotta assume they're pretty on par i'd assume it's yeah similar production teams and formats and all that so could be could be cool if that's your thing no right on david hit us for round two baby um so I was just kind of uh, bored the other day, and uh, I noticed that one of my serious favorite movies of all time uh, was on HBO. So I figured I'd make it one of my recommendations this week, and that is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, Count Dracula, a 15th century prince, is condemned to live off the blood of the living for eternity. Young lawyer Jonathan Harker is sent to Dracula's castle to finalize a land deal. But when the Count sees a photo of Harker's fiancée, Mina, the spitting image of his dead wife, he imprisons him and sets off for London to track her down. Um, this movie is beautiful. It is uh, <laughs> uh, I, like expertly shot to uh, Gary Oldman nails Dracula in, in all of his forms. Um, Anthony Hopkins is, as Van Helsing and Keanu Reeves is Jonathan Harker. This the cast is seriously star studded. Um, one of my favorite parts is Tom Waits as Renfield. He, he, that was, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up too. Seriously. He plays crazy very, very well. Um, 
I I can't get enough of this movie. I have so many memories wrapped up in this movie. Uh, my sister threw up spaghetti all over me one night after watching this movie. I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> I I love this movie. I really liked you airing that out on a podcast. That's fun. <laughs> She's not going to listen to it. My, her husband will. Yeah, he'll, he'll pass it along. Thanks, JP. Um, yeah, man, you put Tom Waits in anything, and that's a bit of me. Uh, I'm all about that shit, and this is no exception. Plus, like you said, it is just loaded with everybody else in Hollywood. Uh, the the writing, the production, everything about this movie is is really good. Uh, another great movie to revisit. I I love this film as well. Gar- Gary Oldman, man. Um, every time we talk about him, it it's like, oh yeah, I forgot that he does so fucking well in this movie. Mank is up for it, it was up for an Academy Award and everything. Like he he's just such a killer actor. And then you pair it's him in- up with uh Francis Ford Coppola, and it's just a fucking different world, man. They're just incredible. Is Gary Oldman one of the best actors ever? Seriously, like I I every role that he's in even even the ones that are like not super serious he he just fucking nails he's so good in everything that i can think of him being in yeah yeah i agree yeah it's a very erotic movie a very erotic tale of dracula this time around a lot of sex yeah a lot of sex this one's not for the kids a lot of blood i i mean and that's why i love it this this tells the story of a vampire it's very visceral it's very very gory it's very horror and that's what vampires are they're they're monsters yeah yeah i really like that it wasn't a lot of jump scares or anything it was very much like a lot of body horror watched it on hulu called we work or the making and breaking of a 47 billion dollar unicorn uh this is a documentary um that explores the rise and fall of one of the biggest corporate flameouts and venture capitalist bubbles in recent years. The story of WeWork and its hippie messianic leader, Adam Neumann, uh, utilizing interviews with journalists, experts, high-ranking former employees, and former WeWork members. Uh, this documentary takes a look at the community-centric people-first ideal that sent the little co-working venture skyrocketing into unicorn investment territory and then investigates what was really going on behind the scenes. So it's basically the story of this this guy Adam Neumann who starts this company called WeWork. He markets it as it's basically a let's call it what it is. It's an office space rental company. He buys yeah, he work compounds. Like, yeah. He um his company leased out big empty buildings in New York, retrofitted them into a bunch into basically co-working spaces like some small cubicles, a bunch of small offices added in some amenities like you know fridges and coffee bars and and snacks and you know beer yeah. on tap and stuff yeah. like that and, you know reliable internet and then tried to claim that his company was this groundbreaking world changing visionary company tech company somehow um that was going to you know change the way everyone works uh, it was basically a real estate company but he's a very charismatic man and uh wound up getting his company valued all the way up to $47 billion at one point before everything fell apart. Um, it's really interesting story. Like what exactly happened, why the company fell apart, um, some shady stuff that was kind of happening behind the scenes. Um, 
it's a really interesting story. You, did you guys watch this one? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, they're cooking. It's it's no wonder that the company fell apart. There was nothing solid. It was built on to begin with. He was cooking the books from the fucking beginning, man. It this is it's it's a crazy story of uh, a cult leader. This is it's it's a weird uh, instead of a, a religion flavored cult. This is a corporate flavored cult, and this is this guy's a cult leader. It's this weird blend of socialism, capitalism, and cultish tendencies that all blend together you know he he was a a capitalist but he structured it in a socialist way it was it was really interesting the way he he ran things and i don't know his charisma's gotta be something in person it's maybe he smells real good or something because it didn't come through (laughs) in the show like i'm watching this guy and it's like oh god he I hated him. I hated his wife. Ugh. Oh yeah, she, totally. Oh yeah, she's she she's fucking, fucking nut job. Her Gwyneth Paltrow's cousin. Yeah, uh, it, makes a lot it, of sense. It showed. Yeah, uh, her voice was awful. Uh, she looked like a fucking titan when she smiled. Like I was <laughs> really proud of this woman. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I get it though. I see it. Um, um, yeah, but yeah, this is a great show. It was a cool. It was it was a story worth watching. It was it was very interesting. Uh, like you said, he's taking this idea that's been done before. He was just doing it really well. He was just putting a weird label on it that he that that was unnecessary because uh, he could have been selling the if if they would have not written some crazy weird SI like their IPO could have actually been pretty good. Yeah. But that SI was fucking weird, man. <laughs> well, but that seemed to be the point the whole time. The The point didn't seem that he was trying to build a business. The point seemed that he was trying to build the cult. Yeah. And I mean, it, that's it, it's it sounds like he's still trying to do that. It you know, in the in the little tags at the end of the of the document, the where are they now sort of thing, it says that they're they're trying to build like a, a, a school. I don't know who the fuck's giving their children over to these people, but don't do that. You, that's a mistake. You should not do that. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It, it was a crazy watch. They're very unlikable people. And you're right. I don't understand where this charisma was, was coming through, how he was able to dupe literally everybody for everybody. a very long time. Masasan met with him personally and gave him four billion dollars, and they came back and gave him another six billion dollars. And, and like, I, he's fucking around with these powerful people, like fucking Prince Salman and shit. Like, how is he? How is he not caught a bullet? Honestly, I I don't know how a dude can lose that much money uh, that belongs to that powerful people and still be alive. He's had this. This is like the big failed business idea. I like at the beginning, they were talking briefly about all of his other failed business ideas that went nowhere that were really dumb. And this one just happened to get big because it's something people had done before and his charisma came through and he was selling an idea to people that they were going to change the world by giving them workspace and living space. And like, while I really think, like I said, his business could have taken off and done some really good stuff for for metro areas. He just did it in in such a a way that he he wanted to be the king of it, um, and, and instead also, of let it 
be its own thing. It also doesn't help when you spend all of your money on frivolous shit, like <laughs> personal stuff and, and massive corporate retreats that are cult-like and, you know, all that kind of stuff. If you're hemorrhaging money, it doesn't matter how good your business model is. Yeah, might as well just set up a bunch of shredders in those workspaces and start feeding the money into it because he was <laughs> he was just hemorrhaging the entire time. Uh, so check it out. It's a great story. Uh, it was a really fascinating documentary. Um, it's not a series like a lot of documentaries, so you can get through it in under two hours. Uh, it's enjoyable. We work currently streaming on Hulu. Keith, round it out. All right, my final pick is a Showtime original. You can watch it on Hulu. It's a show my wife has been trying to get me to watch for a long time now, and I'm super happy she got me to watch it because I am way into it. It is called The United States of Terra, and this show is a whole bundle of fun. It is fucking wild. It's it, it's just, I don't know, it's definitely a Showtime show. It kind of gives me weed vibes, Weeds vibes in a way, um, yeah, even though it's a completely that. different premise. It kind of has the same feel. Um, it follows the the main character Tara Gregson, um, played by Tony Collette, and she has um, what is it? Multiple personality disorder and dissociative uh, identity disorder. Yeah, it's DID now. That's that's what it's called. They they used to be called multiples. Um, they even go over that in the show when when it changed names. Um, and it's it's her trying to live her life normally with two teenage kids and a husband and um she's trying to get off her meds and just be normal and figure her her way through this this disorder and it it goes about as well as you would expect it to uh she's got three distinct alters that that are apparent at the beginning as well as her own self and they are all very unique and equally damaging to her home life and social life and work life. Um, I just found this show to be a ton of fun. I think Tony Collette does a great job. I love her kids. Brie Larson is her daughter, and she does a great job, I think. Have have you guys uh, watched any of this? Were you guys able to watch some of this? Yeah, I, um, I got through the first four episodes today. Three or four, I don't remember. Um, and I love it. Yeah, I've... This is a show I was not, I don't know. I'd only ever heard of it by name. I didn't know anything about it. Same. Um, honestly, when I saw you recommend, when you, when I saw you picked it, I thought it was a movie. Uh, that's how little I knew about it. But <laughs> uh, like I said, I watched the first episode and then I watched two more, three more and couldn't stop. I'm really enjoying it. I'll, this is one I'll probably continue to go through. Um, I, I've actually watched this show years ago. Um, yeah, I went back for the refresher, but uh, I, watched all three seasons of this show um not when it was on but not long after it was on either so um i very much enjoyed it i i liked seeing tony colette in in a main role i don't often see her um front and center she i i I catch her in more minor roles a lot of the time but uh, i think she did a fantastic job i'm not sure how accurately she represents the condition but um i think that there's a lot of questions about what this condition actually entails so actually my wife was saying that she was reading that does she do a good job i like i got a lot of people backing her that it's like hey you you do a good job representing 
something that I go through. So that's good so to hear. Thank, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Cause I was, it, it's a bizarre disorder, um, which leads to a bizarre life. So a lot of it does feel unbelievable from the outside looking in. But what I really love is watching this family just go about it so normally when she goes through a transition and one of her alts comes out and they're all just like, Oh, Hey Buck. Uh, you know, like they're not thrilled by it, but it's like, Oh, how's it going? They, they treat him like a, like a person, like a real person. Her husband is, is very supportive and there for every one of her alts as well as her kids. Her son is a saint. Um, I just think it was, it was a really cool family story for being so dysfunctional they really do. I mean, they've got their their shit. Brie Larson is fucking nutty uh, as a as a teenage daughter with a fucked up mom. But you know, it's it's a lot of fun to watch their camaraderie. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Um, it seems so far, like I said, uh, it seems really good. I'm gonna keep going for sure. Yeah, definitely. Me too. I'm. Uh, we're we're in season two right now. My wife has seen all of it. I'm making my way for the first time but looking at some of these reviews it looks like it just keeps getting better through season three so i'm excited to get through it it's only three seasons um like i said it was a showtime original so there's 12 episodes a season i think they're about a half hour each they're they don't they're not too long so yeah check it out united states of Terra. it's on hulu right on uh, I think that wraps up our recommendations this week, guys. What do we have? Do we have anything else? Do we have any warnings this week? Any uh, any bonus recs? Anything at all? No, I I can't think of anything. I don't have yeah. anything either. David, what do you got? You got anything? I got nothing. Nothing. That's it then. Nothing. Show over. That's it. We're uh, out. Let's reiterate then. Uh, please, if you're enjoying our, our show, if you're enjoying our theme weeks and you have something in mind, you have an idea for a theme week, hop on over to our Discord. You can find the link in our show description. Um, I think there's also a link to it on our website. Yeah. Yes. Um, contact us. You'll see it there. Yeah. Hit up our website, three guys, one up.com hit up our, our show description to find the link to join our discord. Come on in, give us your uh, ideas for theme weeks. Um, I guarantee you that we will follow through eventually on your suggestions. <laughs> um, that's a big guarantee. That's a guarantee. That's a Spencer guarantee. Maybe you should worth Maybe you should shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, Also, we have a Patreon. Please come check it out. You can find the link to that on our website as well. Uh, You can join up. uh, Give us $5 a month to keep making these awesome podcasts. It would all go towards our our operating costs. Uh, And we would appreciate it. We would love you very much for that. other than that, I think we're done. I think that's it, guys. That's the whole show. We did it. Good job. Hooray. Good job. Join us next week as we hit uh, 1970s in our, our Decades Week uh, series. So check that out. Um, and that's it. Good night, everyone. Oh, that's me. I got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>